This is the trigger warning for our show. Please understand that various monsters had various victims and hunted in various ways, depending on the folklore, mythology, or stories that were told about them. Please understand that it is not our intent to upset you. You will be given other warnings and additional warnings depending on the episode, but this is our blanket statement. We didn't write the myths, but we are using them to tell our story. Also, this is the content warning for our show. There will be cursing. There will be some interesting ideas. We will take it in where we can, but be warned, there was beer involved. What if I told you there is a world where not only are monsters like vampires and werewolves real, but they have rights just like you and me. And in this world, there exists a secret government organization dedicated to keeping you safe and making sure they follow the rules. Welcome to Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the world of Anarium. I am Cameron, your favorite neighborhood podcaster guy, here to kind of catch you up on what happened last time. So last time on Anarium Hour, guys, uh, maybe a little stupidly, marched into a cornfield uh, with a young man named Liam uh, on their way to find the last survivor of a little Amish community. And uh, they stumbled upon some monsters who would have thunk it uh they were able to take them out and they found the house uh with the last survivor in it and um that's where we're gonna pick up all right guys enjoy hi welcome back to anarium my name's sam i'm your keeper your gm the man in charge Anarium is my world, made with various family and friends over the course of years. They've helped me build it. It's been given life by Michael Sands' Monster of the Week. Admittedly, a little altered for our purposes, but I think we're still in the spirit of things. Um, I have my amazing cast in front of me. Who we got? I'm Cameron, the guy with the dingy basement that we play in. <laughs> or at least uh, a couple of us. We have a couple far away. And I play Bernard. You're your favorite plaid-clad hillbilly friend. I am Rob Hamilton. I'm our distant friend in Denver, Colorado. I would describe myself as the lead singer of this band of misfits. All right, I'm okay with that. <laughs> he plays Orpheus, by the way. Getting D12 vibes. <laughs> D12 vibes, not even D20. I'm getting D10 vibes. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, who is this? Uh, who on. is this Nordic Adonis that graces us with his presence? I'm Taylor. I play Marcellus, eleven hundred year old vampire warlock, and as I've been recently informed, apparently the badass of the group. I believe the, the term was bad butt. butt. The bad yeah, butt. I'm sorry. My my son her. has described yeah. you as the bad butt of the group. Yeah. Well, uh, I I'm I'm older than ten, so I can say ass. <laughs> Don't rub it in. He's a good kid. Stop that. He is a good kid. Well, and we have our special guest star, Rick Stafford as Corbin Graves. Just a just a goofy vampire guy. At this point, I, I, by the way, I wanted to ask last time and I forgot because my brain works like that. So your character, do you you have been 
they've tried to figure out a way to kill you. So I mm-hmm. assume that means you've been dismembered at some point. Yep. Do you have like scars and shit, or do you just kind of heal right up? He heals back. Okay, cool. Can I can I tell a Corbin story? Oh, if you'd like to, yeah. I don't know if it'll stick, but go ahead, go for it. So we um, got uh, your character's kind of an enigma right now. Our audiences don't know them as well as we might, as yeah. I do. Um, in the seventies in uh, Texas, um, Corbin learned to make sure women aren't married before he picks them up. That's fair. Um, it's a hard life lesson. Yep. Sixties uh, would have been cool. Seventies, pushing your luck. Uh, the husband came home. Uh, shotgun to the chest, then shotgun inserted into the chest. All the organs destroyed. Shallow grave. Took about a day. Woke up, dug himself out, pulled all the dirt out of his rib cage. Did not have a heart anymore. And he was like, ah, well, that's new. Didn't know I could do that. And then, uh, I don't know, about 18, 19 hours later, he was fine. You say that like Solid Troy wasn't running. sitting above, like the shallow grave, just waiting. <laughs> like drinking like a Pepsi and like smoking a cigarette and being like, "Come on, dude, get out of the grave. I know you're awake. I know you can hear me. Get your shit together. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, man. Just do it." Because we that. like our characters, Troy and Corbin, are essentially heterosexual mm-hmm. life mates at this point due to various circumstances. They are they are partners in life and in an area they've they've been together for years. And thanks for eliminating the sexual attention to it. We were all very curious. Yeah. I mean, they're friends. It doesn't go quite that far. But <laughs> That's what I meant by there. gay fan art. Just... <laughs> That's my goal. I feel if... like if anyone makes an image of Croy, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> Croy! <laughs> they got a celebrity it's nickname. got it's a, a name. No, see, Speaking that's how of... you know you've made it, is you get weird fan art of the thing you made up. I was like, told that the, the boys on Supernatural said when Wincest became a thing, they knew they'd made it. Mm. Back to topic at hand. We are currently at the Lap residence, the homestead. Um, we know something is coming. We have briefly interacted with the people in the home, and now we are going outside to see what our team is going to do going forward. How would you guys like to start this? Who, who wants to take some agency? Well, something is coming. You can feel the vibrations. Rick and I... I'm in a bad situation to see if I can, or I guess use my vampiric nature senses to discern like right. a If you're rocking out shapeshift... I can give you as a straight vampire a plus one or more of a a guided investigation toward life forms because you are a vampire. Heartbeats are a big thing to you. Uh, Anything with some sort of circulatory system. Uh, Not being in an animal form and not really being a a werewolf. I'm not going to give you like hearing and smell. but I, I will gladly give you living creatures within a vicinity. Can you sense yeah, I something? Yeah, I was mainly thinking like of my uh, my uh, sonar ability that I obviously vampires have a little bit of sonar. I didn't know if I could figure out a direction this thing is currently located. Is mainly what my focus is. Um, I'm gonna let you do your roll. Uh, I will give you circulatory system living creature. Um, okay. as the 
White Wolf creators of Vampire the Masquerade would call something with vitae, something with a vital energy that is based in blood. Yep. You can sense that out in the world. Your sonar is kind of limited because you are surrounded by trees and cornfields. It's a very boxed-in uh, area. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me a roll. Give me a read-a-bad situation. I don't even know why I suspected it would be anything less. You get two questions, right, for that? Uh, 10, 11, 12, yes. 10, yes. 11, 12, you get... So what are you specifically looking for? Are you looking for life forms? Are you looking for movement? I'm going to give it to you, but I kind of need to know what you're looking for as a I'm character. Give me some flavor. For larger than what we normally deal with life forms. And, like, movement of where it's currently at. All right. Or traveling to, in, in, which would give me, obviously. I know it's heading for us, but, like, I just kind of want a better readout of where we need to be prepared for. As you were standing by the back of the home, probably a storm cellar nearby, uh, the double doors that kind of open into a basement, um, you are kind of looking out to this orchard of trees the best you can. I mean, with your vampiric night vision, you're getting a little bit better than, than say, Bernard is going to when he comes out where he only gets the flashlight. It is pitch dark in this world you are in right now. You are sensing a life form. Uh, your sonar is not picking up a ton. It's a lot of trees. It's corn. There's a little bit of movement, maybe some wind bush moving things around. You are getting the sensation that something very large, not not giantesque. I mean, we're not talking 20 foot tall. We're talking 9 to 10 feet tall. So we're talking Orpheus size. I mean, you're not... not a little uh, bit bigger. A little bit bigger. Something, something a little bit more massive. The heartbeat of this thing is enough you can register it from a distance okay. where you can't see it at the moment. So it's big. Okay. It's not it, It's not playing around. Right. It is coming. It's close. Very shortly. Spoilers. It's probably going to break through some of those corn stalks. Um, it's it's coming. The vibrations are getting stronger. The heartbeat. It's clearly moving quickly. What you are picking up with your role, however, is that there are numerous smaller heartbeats that are running away from it in various directions. It's not a directed like it's in a group. It is a something is chasing something else, and it's just going to happen to be into this area. Okay. Have Corbin and I... Or no, he was actually already there. Yep. Have Orpheus and I reached the group? As Marcella stands, I, I would assume, closed-eyed, silenced, yep. kind of sensing, you guys walk up. What would you like to do? So while he's getting that information, what are you doing? So I assume Troy and... I always forget her name. Chi. Chi. Chi Troy Nakamura. Chi. Here, I'm running it. I haven't killed her yet. Oh, it's actually Takamura. Not Nakamura. Different names. Need to be respectful of the cre the creations that I've made. <laughs> Run down Chi, sorry, because I keep freaking forgetting. Okay, so I assume you know I have my light, so I can kind of point and see. You have your flashlight. That is the only light source you have at the moment. Okay. So Bear that in mind. If you lose it, or if it winds up going somewhere else, you will start taking negatives to the environment that you're in. Okay, I think I woke up and I'll just kind of gesture at him. 
Uh, my VPN's connected. If you didn't know, it's important. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a big red. Uh, you guys probably didn't hear, but we we heard it. We all did. Like, oh shit, something yeah, happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I think I kind of look at at Chi and Troy, and I'm like, "What's the fruit bat doing?" Chi has kind of taken to a knee, sniper rifle ready. She is prepared for anything that comes around. She's not really looking down sights, but she is not paying attention to anything around her. She is watching and waiting. Troy is standing like he has better things to do with you guys. Uh, he responds to you with, uh, I don't know. He's a vampire. They do weird shit. And I don't know. That's fair. Well, we got the kid and the old guy inside. Probably the best place for him. Yeah. Uh, how'd that go? Eh, I told him we'd kill this thing. So uh, That's kind of... Uh, we, we <laughs> dude, we don't even know what it is. Why would you promise yeah, what'd you, that? Did you ask what it was? <laughs> no. Did you get a description? No. Does it bleed? Can we kill is it? Is it an 800-foot tall rock All right, monster? Back off, Arnold. <laughs> Let's... Hey. Yes, it bleeds. It has a heartbeat. Okay. It's All right. Hey, I'm going to hey, look, hey, look at that. All right. We got some information. Oddly, from the guy standing here with his eyes closed and not the man who went inside and talked to the survivor, you do realize part of your job is investigating, right? Mm. I just point and shoot, man. You guys are the ones with the powers. I can tell you it smells really bad. I can tell you that. <laughs> Anyone could tell you that. That's just Bernard. Oh. No, no. The traditional smell of vodka and whiskey that wafts off him, it's different. It's definitely oh, a... Oh, you mean the actual death you smell. The actual creature smells... <laughs> There's just like a... Kind of horrendous. <laughs> I, it's not a smell that I know, <laughs> which is um, kind of concerning. Yeah, um, so... Do we want right. to... You know what? Do I we can, know... I can sense one large creature... Mm-hmm. Heading this way, and a bunch of smaller creatures moving Point. in multiple directions away from that creature. Point towards the and big it's thing. Moving quickly. Point. Um, Which way? With that Point. information. Would you allow me to get my vines set up, Sam? It depends. Are you going to attempt to go out and set some stuff up, or are you trying to do it from position? <sighs> Go out a little bit. I'd like to go out, maybe set something up, set a snare to try to flare it, cast Heart of Stone on myself in preparation. Like, I don't even want to talk anymore. I know there's this kid I want to protect. I know that whatever's coming for us isn't doing so in a friendly manner. So I just want to go Heart of Stone, plant my roots deep in the ground, and get my vines prepared to ensnare uh, with my thorns. I mean, I can I can go out. I can piss it off. I can bring it back to wherever you need it to be. All right, I don't even want to really tell anyone. That let's I'm make a battle plan. I just oh, want to? You just suddenly go quiet, and like your feet grow into the ground. Exactly. Uh, he, I, I feel eating? like Marcellus and Bernard would kind of know what I'm doing by this point. Corbin might be like, "The fuck." He's is he eating? I don't know. Maybe is this how be. trees go to the bathroom? I don't know. That's. <laughs> kind of new to the tree person thing dude i don't know i thought this was your team i mean it's not my team i'm helping them out i know them they're good guys but i don't mean i know everything all right all right hey bernard what the fuck's the tree dude doing i don't know photosynthesizing 
it's nighttime and there's no sun sign, I got to tell you that at the moment, you are letting me down in every way. You are not a credit to your race. Marcellus, what are you doing? He's going into sentinel mode, basically, to where he's setting up traps in the distance. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm alright with that. Uh, Troy walks off. He walks toward the orchard, into the trees, bow with the ready, kind of arrow knocked, and like, like almost like kind of getting ready, like he's getting a feel for what's coming. It's not going to take long, because very, very shortly, three ghasts break through the cornfield. They are running. They are terrified. These are not looking for you. They are not hunting for you. These things are running the F away from whatever is behind them, which is shortly exposed. What steps outside of this cornfield is approximately 10 foot tall. It is covered in a coarse black fur. Its feet clawed at the bottom are large. It handles its large frame. As you go up, you find that it has traditional humanoid-esque design, arms and legs, but where the elbows are, now, you've got two different forearms per arm, and at the end of each one of those forearms is a large, clawed hand. As you continue to look toward the center as it comes running after these ghasts, clearly hunting them, you find that it does not have what one would traditionally call a head. It has a vertical mouth that runs from what would be, let's say, its neck down to its chest. and Two large red eyes on each side. Its mouth is opening in its center and it's clapping shut inside. You can see numerous teeth and what you would assume in this dark, less than ideal setting is its tongue. It's letting out something of a roar. It's frustrated. It can't catch these things. And over your radio in the earpiece, you all hear Troy say, Fuck. It's a gug. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Lovecraft? Anybody? <laughs> I, I, that one's beyond me, sorry. Oh, that would have to be Taylor. Finger, finger to yeah. the ear. Its name is Doug? No. Gug. Oh. We have an issue. We're going to have to deal with this. Now. Do we ever not have an issue? Hey, Doug, over here. <laughs> Do you actually holler for it? Yeah. Is, is that legitimate? Mm-hmm. You are standing in a crowd of people who well, are all vaguely not paying them. attention. I'm going to get away from them and be like, hey, Doc, like, I'm going to. Sometimes Corbin is the sword. Sometimes he's the bait. This time he's the bait. This time he's the bait. Uh, the large creature um, clearly pays attention to the sound you've made, mm-hmm. it's very disoriented. It went from hunting three ghasts that were running away from it to standing in the middle of this orchard. Not quite the middle. It's toward the edge. I apologize. Bad description. It is standing toward the edge of this orchard. It is large. It mm-hmm. is taller than some of these trees are. Its hands are out, and it starts to slow down. It almost as if it turns to the direction it heard Corbin yell from. You guys are entering a combat situation. What would you like to do? What I'm gonna is, shoot it. I was gonna say, what was the order that we're in, like closest to farthest from it? Right now, you've got Troy is a little bit in front of you, off to the left. He's peeing on a tree. Uh, 
Is that not you talking not about be. it? Is that not talking about it? Is that not talking about it ever again? I just want people to know that I was there. Was, <laughs> hey, 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 my name's Troy. I've been here. I peed on this tree. What's up? No. <clears throat> it's coming out. He has bow up, ready, arrow pulled back. Um, realistically, you guys are all kind of standing in a group. Okay. Corbin is off a little bit to the right where he's hollered. That is where the creature's attention has been vaguely pulled to. You're not running. You have become easier prey for the gug. I'm, I'm shooting it. All right. Give me a kick some ass roll. Hey, guys. You guys just hit the next chapter, chapter 14. Mm. I don't know if that means anything Yay. to you guys. Means something to me. You got a <laughs> red pen? Um, not handy. I do. I know you've got a red crayon somewhere, Cameron. Oh, I, uh, I have a four-year-old, so yes, I, have, I got all the crayons, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Jason gave me his. I've got like four seven. of them. Seven on my roll. Whoa. Okay. What kind of damage are you doing? Uh, be three harm. All right, so your shot hits the gug. It is now not only focusing on Corbin, it continues to run forward. You've done something, so it's clearly paying attention. It's now paying attention to the group, not just Corbin. It sees you all. Who wants to go next? It's closing the gap. Uh, me. Because I'm away from them, so if it's coming towards me, it's going away from them. Okay, so I want to... By the way, Sam, I rolled a four on that. Luckily, I have a plus three. Like I said, uh, Taylor just succeeds at everything. It's 32 is my assumption for every roll. What are you bad at? I guess that's that's my better question, so I can actually... Uh, Funny, as a vampire, I'm bad at charm. I am am too. Good to know. Good to know. You guys are so weird. Um, I'm going to jump on... I guess I can probably reach its back. All right, so you're going to take a lunging jump. That is more of a, um, it's a cool roll. Of course. Can't use my weird for that. Nope. Fuck. I've got the book because we always come prepared. Losers. What happened to the sheets that I left? I don't know. No, they're literally right there. There we go. All I saw was Rick point over the desk. (laughs) You need to do an act under pressure. It is running. You are jumping. It's not really combat. I can't give you that. You're not trying to hurt it. You're trying to get on top of it. (laughs) Doesn't matter. And that's marking experience. You take a lunging jump toward the gug, and unfortunately, it makes a weird twisting gesture as if it sees you attempting to jump at it. You miss. You're still in the orchard. You're not out of the fight. You just didn't land the hit. It continues to walk forward toward the group. So we've got Marcellus. We've got Corbin. Orpheus, what would you like to do? Or Bernard. Uh, well, beauty of the system is you guys can kind of take your turns as you like. Um, I think uh, I, I, it's been a while, so unfortunately I don't remember. Had I... Taking a drink of some boomer juice, as anyone recall. Not within time frame. Okay, that's I didn't think so. So I think if that has to be my entire turn, I think he's just gonna say his, you know, some. Uh, let's do this shit. 
All right, Bernard takes a drink of his boomer juice, allowing him a better combat ability. Orpheus, what are you going to do? This thing is charging. It is almost on top of you at this point. You guys are quickly running out of opportunities to do elsewhere. Else all, all, uh, I guess before I do anything, I mean, I, I told you I kind of walked out there. I plant my roots. I try to ensnare anything that's coming at us. Um, I would assume that I have to keep my arms planted in order to ensnare anything in my vines and thorns. Um, am I going to get anything out of that? If you were doing it from a distance, yes. This this is almost like a ranged attack. You're going to have to stay where you're at. You're not going to be able to move. But I will grant you a kick some ass roll to try to get him with your vines. Okay, perfect. Um, the only other thing I would add to that is I definitely want like Heart of Stone in preparation. What is Heart of Stone? Uh, when you are in contact with the ground, the earth will protect you. You will take plus one armor as your skin hardens to a temper, uh, temporary barrier of rock, wood, or crystal or scales. I think we can agree that I've just kind of hardened my wood. I'm a good solid balsa right now, if you will. I don't think balsa is that hard. No, I don't think it and is. And hearing I don't you know. say Red hard wood. in your wood makes me uncomfortable. Right, no, I but I will gladly give you that ability. You are preparing yourself right for a fight that is ongoing. Yep. Uh, so kick some ass here. Rolling for that is going to be my tough. Uh, that's going to be eight, sir. All right. So you are attempting to attack this thing kind of from a range, keep it in place. Your vines shoot up out of the ground. Um, they are thorned. They are for lack of a better term, a healthy vine. Uh, it reaches out and attempts to grab the gug, but its momentum is so much so. How much damage are you doing? You are going to get some damage, but you are not going to ensnare it. Um, three, I think, is what we agreed is what that is doing when I'm vined. Correct. Correct. You don't ensnare it. It does. It's almost as if they reach out and they start to wrap around. This thing has so much momentum that it keeps moving forward. From this point on, it is on top of the group. Two arrows fly out from the side, and they hit it. Don't seem to do much, but they do make contact. It does do a little bit of damage. The sniper rifle goes off. There is a loud rapport. Chi then instantly runs. Her rifle is best at long range. She can't do this up close. She is still supporting you, but she needs to get some range on that rifle. All right, we are back at the top of the turn order. Who wants to go uh, first? Oh. I, I want to get behind it and make a bite attack. Okay, that is going to be a two-parter because your ability to get behind it as it is running toward you. I'm going to need you to act Predator. under pressure to get behind it. With preternatural speed. Okay, that gives you that extra plus one. Yeah. It's a what roll? Uh, act under pressure, is that what you said? Act under pressure yeah. is a cool, cool roll. Yeah. Ten. I, I don't know why I ask, guys. I just don't. You manage to sidestep and a blur of motion that anybody around you cannot track, you are now behind it. Okay. If you would like to make an attack roll now, you can. Yep. Go for it. I want to bite it. Going for teeth, huh? But it's all furry. Yep. I don't care. It does more damage. Twelve. That somehow does not surprise me. Okay. Uh, what 
kind of damage are you doing? Uh, my teeth is four harm. Uh, armor piercing or just four? Uh, just four for now. <laughs> for now. As you bite into this thing, you get a mouthful of what can best be described as ichor. This thing, though it has a a circulatory system, it's not pumping blood. Um, you're going to go into a weird sort of shock because you're biting it. It's getting in your mouth. It's affecting you. From this moment, you will be considered unstable. This is not something what? vampires can handle. Alrighty. Now, admittedly, you're not taking damage. You are considered unstable. And in our okay. rules, as we've adjusted them, that just means you're at a negative one for everything. Yep. Kind of cancels out your preternatural speed. This thing's not human. And vampires right. need to be yeah. careful about what they bite and eat. So you will kind of be leveled out. It tastes terrible. Yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't like a, I'm going to drink its blood. It was just a bite because it does a lot more damage. The word that I would use to describe what you're going through is, is that it's dirty. What yeah. you've what you've bitten into, it's tainted. it's tainted. It's dirty. It's not something. It would be like if you bit a werewolf. It instantly your reaction is this is wrong. I shouldn't do this. Your instincts are screaming at you. Don't do this again. Is uh, is this thing magical? Inherently, no. Alright, Marcellus had his turn. What else would the rest of you guys like to do? I think seeing that would really upset Bernard. Uh, so he I think yeah. he's going to use his uh, his move. I want to make sure I read it correctly. So just so the, the viewers understand or the listeners understand what everybody else sees is uh, Marcellus bite it and drop to the ground and start hacking and coughing up this i and doesn't look too hot. Yeah. So, uh, Bernard's going to activate his move, One Ugly Motherfucker, which is, uh, whilst you can't talk monsters out of fighting, you sure as hell can make them feel bad via harsh insults. I'm fighting a monster that can understand your speech, which we'll find out. Uh, may roll plus charm on a plus ten. I let off an insult so harsh the enemy is stunned and spends this next action recoiling. On a 7 to 9, the enemy takes offense from your insult and is now focused on tearing you apart. On a fail, the enemy is slightly annoyed by your presence but ignores the insult. Okay, give me a roll. Okay. Let's see if it lands. First off, right. what do you say? What do you say we'll to this see, thing I guess to I, make it recoil? I guess I kind of thought it would be smarter to roll first and nope. then... You tell me what you say first. And okay. then it just decides if the creature accepts it or not. All right. We're going to have to let me think. This might take a little second. Your mother was a snowblower. Prop proposition <laughs> it's sexual. Um, You've got five minutes. You want to go do some moose stuff? And it starts off with me eating in a lake, but it ends in, you know, whatever. Get in. <laughs> I think he's just upset about uh, uh, his friend being hurt. And he's like, hey. Nobody hurts the vamp but me. And he's just walking towards him. All right, give me a roll. Let's see. Is that enough that it's going to recognize you as a authority? Give me it. 
so we've got a... You started at a 10. A 10, minus 2, so we got an 8. This creature it. is paying attention to what's on its back. One arm is going back to try to grab at Marcellus, but it it turns to you. And it's almost as if it's reconsidering what's about to happen. You are not... You will not be its focus going forward. You have given it mm. enough pause and that, okay, this thing just bit me, but you're yelling at me and your tone is enough that though maybe I'm not a super intelligent creature, it's like yelling at a dog. You're, you're giving off enough persona that it's like, uh, uh, okay, fuck that thing. I'm going to deal with what's on my back. It does manage to grab Marcellus on its back with one of its two hands that is reaching back to grab him. You are grabbed. Your next turn will either be to break it or you continue to attack it in such a way. Um, also, because I was a 10 plus, I, it, I did terrible harm, by the way. Good to know. So Thank you. one extra. I forgot yeah. to ask that. I'm a terrible keeper. I just yeah, thought yeah. about it. I'm like, wait a minute. I rolled 10. I think I get one extra thing on there. Yep. All right. Um, so, yeah, my next turn, I'll have to either break it or whatever. Yep. So we've got Orpheus and Corbin. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to claw it in the leg. Oh, and if it's still kicking some ass, I'm going to try and either pin it or trip it. Depends on how well you roll kick some ass. That okay. is putting it uh, putting it where you want it. So if you can roll a 10 plus, you get that additive. I know. Look at that dice. Like it means something. Nope. Not at all. Nine. You managed to slide up underneath it. And you are cutting at the back of its legs with your large bone claws that your vampirism has given you that uh, we're going to call it a mutation because mm -hmm. it's not quite normal vampirism. Your, your, your hands, they extend. Those bones are big. They're sharp. You're cutting at the back of its legs. How much damage are you doing? Am I attacking from ambush or behind? No. Damn it. Too you, ignoring armor. You overshot him. But I wouldn't say it's ambush. He is in a combat situation. Two, and I ignore armor. As you are cutting the back of its legs, it brings Orpheus down headfirst in front of it mm -hmm. and slams his head into the ground. That's three damage. Orpheus you or Marcellus? Marcellus. I apologize. You're right. Thank so you. it's one damage. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> Rob's like, what the hell? What the fuck? I'm standing here. <laughs> what kind of, I'm still what, at a distance. What kind of, all right, so one, so it's not like, and just like crumples him. It's like, bonk. It's literally, he yeah. brings it down, but Marcellus is skilled enough in what he's doing. He is capable of kind of shifting and moving, and he's a vampire. So, so he hits head first, but what like rolls would out of it. Bernard in the yeah. hospital puts Marcellus in a, ow, the fuck, dude? Mm -hmm. Orpheus, you are the last of my characters that haven't done anything yet this turn. What would you like to do? I want to uproot my vines and kind of wrap them around my knuckles, like trying to make like a, a spiked brass so knuckle, if you will. From like elbow down, you're growing out vines that are just wrapping yeah. thorn vines just all around your hand. around what would be my hand. And that slow gradual building of speed just 
just run up to him as quickly as I can. I'm the juggernaut, just, bitch. <laughs> uh, essentially clock him um, okay. as I quote the phrase. Move that I as it. I just try with everything I can to just separate its jaw from its chin. Okay, give me a roll. Um, and what that phrase would mean for those at home, it's a, a very uh, 1500s French phrase. It's the opposite of 15 minutes of fame. It's your 15 minutes of horror, if you will. All right, I like it. Give me a roll. Let's hope you don't roll a two. <laughs> uh, eight, another eight. Okay, uh, what kind of damage are you doing? That would be another three. I guess that would be magical with uh, kind of what I've got. You hit it, and you make solid contact. The fur and the hide are thick enough that you're not digging in real deep with those thorns, but you're getting a solid punch at what this thing's jaw might be around the solar plexus region. It does take a step back. It throws Marcellus, no longer holding him, and then bats you away with the other two hands. Didn't it already slam me to the ground? It slammed you to the ground. It still had a hold of you, though. Ah. Like a toy. Like the Hulk with the... Threw you across the ground now. You're thrown. Not enough damage to register, but you are now free to move. Orpheus, you take the fucking hit. You're looking at about three damage. This thing's not kidding around. So now, yeah, I realize you guys are good, but still, I'm not. He bats you away. Part of your next turn needs to be getting back up. This thing is hitting hard. We're talking hard. This is not some mouthy vampire in a club that's throwing a punch. This is a ten to nine foot tall creature. That's batting you around like toys. Okay. Okay. We are back at the beginning of our turn order. Uh, but who would like to go first? Who? What are we thinking? I would like to, since like that happened when he saw that happen. Everyone's free now. Like I feel like Bernard feels like no one's close to where he he can shoot pretty openly. So when he sees someone get thrown away, someone else get smacked, this, there should be a bit of an opening. He wants to, as he's walking forward, fire off two shots. Do it. Give me a roll. And for the with the boomer juice, we should have a uh, a plus one on some kicks master. Negative here. one. You've only had Lucille for one mission. You don't understand her weights. Okay. You're at a negative. And after this mission, you're good. Okay. But any gun requires training and practice. You don't have yet. So I was at I was at a negative two before. For what? Well, I'm gonna say if I was at a ne- if I'm at a negative one now, wouldn't or is there just no way to overcome it? This is a gun that you don't know how to use real well yet. Like, you know Lucille, you know your shotgun, but you've added the weight the extra pounds okay. of an axe head on the end. When the dwarf gave it to you, I told you that for one mission, until you kind of get the feel for it, it's going to be a little bit difficult. It's just a negative one to attack. So, depending on what your boomer juice does. I- well, that's what I say. So, that's a plus one, and then my tough is plus three. So, you're kind of canceling out your boomer juice, but... You're still canceling out a negative. Okay. So it's kind of a normal attack. Okay. So we got a 10 plus 3. That's a 13 yep. for those of us who do math. Yep, I don't. Uh, how much damage do you do? 
do, do, do. I still haven't converted both of these over yet. So that is a three harm close messy. So I guess we haven't really talked about how close I am. You did over 10. So you can do one of the additive moves to kick some ass. Here's my nifty little laminated sheet. Terrible harm. You can do terrible harm, which is one extra harm. You can put it where you want it in which you've shot it in such a way where it's going to react the way you want it to. You've got some options that you can play with. It doesn't always have to be harm. Put I it guess, in the butt. You don't get an off like that off. <laughs> I would say put it where I want it, but it's just we're in the middle of like an open field. I just don't know what that would mean other than like a vulnerable position. If you wanted to, you could shoot it in the knee. So it's downed. It now has to okay. think about what's going on. It could be... You've knocked it off balance, and it's going to fall over. You've got some things to play with here, narratively. Then I think I think I would like to try to shoot it in the knee and put it down. If for no other reason, little experiment C does something like that, put it down, or is it just going to get up and move away? So you're doing your three harm? Yep. Okay. You hit it in the knee. Uh, your bullets don't get kind of the penetration that you want to. You're kind of... And you're noticing in this fight, you're kind of seeing what Orpheus saw, where, like, the thorns really aren't digging in. It has a very thick hide. As you step forward, you aim that shotgun right at its leg. You pull that trigger. Uh, she's a double barrel, isn't she? You're letting both out? Mm -hmm. You pull it. That knee shreds enough. Like I said, it's not, it's not gone, like you would expect. But it shreds. Flesh, blood... Icor, not really blood, as we learned. It drops to one knee. Let's out a scream. I need everyone to give me a... Let's see here. Uh, we're going to do an act under pressure move. Uh, more or less, this thing is letting out a scream none of you are expecting or hearing, and we need to see how it is going to interact with you. Uh, that's going to be cool, correct? Yes. Oh, everyone. Five. Oh my experience. God! You finally, you finally got experience. His Dude, first I am, experience I am point of the game, entire, everybody. <laughs> I am an entire level behind everybody. And Bernard rolled a two. With some negatives. Mark your experience. Oh, I'm, I'm coming. Mark that shit. You're like, you're a baddish. You're Bernard walking, is going to be like, three <laughs> and then it goes, ahead of the rest of and you're like, oh, God. I was trying to think of something cool to say as it started screaming. I'm like, gosh, shit. <laughs> Orpheus, what do you got? I didn't get your number. Seven. Okay. Corbin, you had a plus ten. Mm -hmm. All right. So, as we stand here, Corbin, you are completely unaffected. It is literally, eh, okay, fine. You're hurt. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. After your couch, you're, you're hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcellus, this thing lets out a scream, and your, your senses, though no, you weren't quite feeling into them, that sonar that you've got as a vampire, it reverberates more than you need to. You're still, you're like, you're getting up, you're doing your thing, but it's, it's going to give you a negative one forward. Your next round, you take a negative one. You're getting up. We don't need to worry about that now. Things progressed. Nobody tried to save you from the grasp. On top of his? Uh... Hmm. On top of my unstable, yeah. So I oh, have negative true. this next one. Um, mind you, everybody has a med kit specifically designed for you, so don't be afraid to use it Mine's if you need to. Snacks. 
<laughs> Fair. Um, Bernard, you shoot this thing, and in the moment you're about to open your mouth and give some quippy fu comment, it lets out this roar. You are legitimately terrified. This is not what you were expecting. This thing is reverberating in your chest. You realize you just shot King Kong in the leg. And you don't know. Like, you have, instead of going, yes, victory, you go, oh, shit, what have I done? Next round, you're going to need to run away. Okay. This thing is terrifying you. Like, unexpected, out of nowhere. A few more arrows make contact. Another shot reverberates. Was that the roar of a gargoyle? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I will say, I would like to not run. And I think even with all this happening, I still think Bernard has like a desire to protect. So I think I will be running away from the house. You can either run away or you can shit Corbin's pants. <laughs> what would you rather do? You're so scared. You shit someone else's pants. <laughs> what would just, you rather do? I think that's an obvious answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll still just run away. I don't want to make someone else have to clean up doo-doo. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, that's weird. I was going to be like, Corbin, your pants are suddenly two pounds heavier. <laughs> that is a healthy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of peanut butter in, in Bernard's diet. He's, he's good. He likes it. It's what he keeps um, around. But yeah, I think yeah, I think I'm just gonna. I think he's gonna be scared and he's running. But I th- I would like to think that he's still like he wants to keep them away, keep whatever this thing is away from. Okay, he's kept his mind about himself. Yeah, I, at least I would like to think at least enough to where, at first my mindset was like, oh, just run to the house. But I think you're I think, not running back. You're running to the side. Yeah, either where Chi or Troy are stationed, who have kind of made yeah. some hits on this. You are all away from the creature. I believe it's Corbin's turn. I think you're the only one who hasn't attacked this round. No, yep. you did its legs, right? Yeah. Because uh, we're back at the two or three. No. And right now, okay, I, w- I would like to take a pause really quick. We are back yeah. at the top of the round. What do you need? I would like to take a pause. A few moments later. Catch. All right. Uh, you were fighting Gug. You guys are doing fairly well. Its health is quickly uh, deteriorating. We are back at the top of the turn order. What would everyone like to do? Uh, did it did it take a knee? It did. Oh, I'm gonna go up. And... It's T bowing on the battlefield. I um. Corbin's gonna run up and just keep hitting the hurt knee and try to remove the leg. All right, kick some ass. Meanwhile, Bernard is just doing his best Forrest Gump impression. I just kept running. I just kept running. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. Eleven. What extra would you, you like to do? Oh, uh, what's the <laughs> option? Uh, you've got my... Take his other leg out. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Sweep the leg. <laughs> That would be a great shirt. Just a small figure, like, sweeping the leg of some giant, <laughs> like, poorly drawn figure. Mm, I don't know. Should I do an extra harm or force them where I want them, which is even more on the ground? Your choice. Gang. I'm running. I, I I know, but, uh, more yeah. on the ground. <laughs> All right. How much damage do you do? I'm two ignoring armor. I'm imagining like a really fucked up version of 
Pincer from, from Pokemon. Wasn't that his name, Pincer? <laughs> Pincer. Not yeah. quite. The earwake still. looking bug. Yeah. I think he was a bug type too. It it's down. Mm-hmm. You are you have hit it. It it its leg is officially out from under it. You have disconnected what is left of it. Yay! You have made your hit. This creature is now lying prone in the middle of your orchard. It is screeching. It is hollering. It is not doing well. And I yell. I don't it's know. Bernard is running down. away, but I yell, Bernard. You seem like the kind of guy who would have dynamite. Throw some. <laughs> and then I tear it, and he's just. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, all right, he's gonna go get. His dynamite. All right. <laughs> I'm going to shoot baby wipes. Yeah, I, they, I don't like that he's running, but at the same time, I totally get it. Like, this is not even on par probably with anything he's ever really come no, in contact this with. This is completely yeah. alien. Uh, eldritch is the yeah. term yeah, we'll this, use for an area where... Yeah. Like, that's how Lovecraft described things. You are dealing with something your mind is not prepared yeah. to handle. Yeah, his mind is just not, he's a mortal. This is not something that, even if he thought he knew it was going to happen coming in, he's never seen it. I mean, to him, he's seen werewolves and shit, like, and that's that's fucked up to a, a normal mortal human. But to him, it's pretty normal. But this is on a whole... Meanwhile, I keep drawing the Gug, just and he's super cute and marketable, and just it's they make just, plushies. Yeah, just oh. it's like Domo. Like, what, is that it? The brown yeah. thing? Yeah, it's like Domo, but like a vertical mouth, and he's like, ah, and he's got just four. Marcellus, four. you got a plan? What are you doing? Yep, I shot it. Uh, right. That's an eleven. With your negatives? Correct. I don't even know why I bother. How? I don't. Wait, why don't we even ask? No, it's Taylor. He's because he's a, I get. He's a witch. Plus three. He's a witch. I mean, that's that's. Do your dice have low numbers on them? Yeah, I've seen him. He's played here. He's using the same style as Bernard, who just rolled a two. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. I can't. All right. You get shots off. One of its eyes explodes. You get a solid hit. It's it's still kind of screeching. You can tell this fight's coming to a close. I hope so. I just did more harm to. Has anything signaled like in in Bernard's brain, or is he just going to be run until someone brings him back? When it gets to your turn, you can okay. stop. Okay, I'm, and you can, it can be your turn. Where you go, I hit, get to the house, I touch the wall, I hear it scream, and I go, "No, not done." And you turn back around. Okay, yeah. Well, if, if just run. play it cool, like you open the door, like everything's okay out here. Don't freak out. <laughs> you open the door and like, uh, uh, we're handling it. And then you just close the door. Actually, and I like that. Just I think, checking on you guys. I, I think I think that's what I want to happen now. Is like he hears this thing's like in distress, so he's like, the immortals got this. That, that, that. I'm. He's just gonna casually walk back to the house. Whew, yeah, this front door's still locked. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so good. Whew, these walls are solid. <laughs> so that's what he's doing, and I don't know if he if he's allowed to go in or whatever, but that's what he's doing. He's walking back into the house. <laughs> okay, all right. Bernard get, goes back to enter the home. Um, Orpheus, you're the last. You are on the ground. You've been knocked prone. And your wife's home. She is home. Let's finish this combat out. Um, Is there a body of water that I can send? No, that wouldn't work for my character. Um, While knocked prone, 
I want to try to ensnare with my Don't do anything mines. to his butt, man. <laughs> What's that? I know you want to do something to his butt. Don't. Don't. That was not the time. <laughs> um, uh, can I just try to have the vines kind of creep down my body just into the soil and try to ensnare again? You're in contact. I'll give you a negative two, but you can give it a try. Just hit it. Unfortunately, all, you, yeah. all of his attacks are mostly mm -hmm. up close. He is a melee combatant. It's I am a ground. melee combatant. It's on the ground. It's missing a leg. I'm that should count so, for a right, bonus negative or something. One instead of negative two. Negative one? Yeah. Okay. That's experience, boys. You are just completely out of it. This thing hits you hard enough and harder than you expected that you are not going to make contact with it. Uh, your vines kind of shoot up about a foot to the left of where it's at, and it's you're not going to get that hit. It starts to crawl forward as if it's now trying to get away on the ground. It has realized it has lost this fight. It is it is limping the best it can. It's missing nope, it an eye and a leg. We are back to the top of the turn order. If you'd like to shoot it, it again, shot again. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, well, real quick, while you're doing that, I just wanna I wanna ask while I'm in the house. What, what was the old man's name again? Uh, his Elmer. name was Elmer. Elmer. I think he's gonna. Like, hey, uh, Elmer. You got any coffee by chance? <laughs> he probably didn't open the door here and all the gunshots. Oh, was the door locked? Okay, I didn't. I mean, can you got I, back to the door. Can, can like, I... he sees that it's you. And, like, his complete shock and that you've left your entire team <laughs> behind. And, like, through the window, you're like, do you have coffee? <laughs> Is that, can I get some coffee? <laughs> yeah. As, as you can hear the monster, like, ah! <laughs> yeah, just like, the... everything's fine. Can I get some coffee? Like, you guys can head out. It's, they got it. It'll be fine. It'll it's be fine. fine. We did it. You said you'd go. <laughs> Pretty much. That's Finger his butt. guns. That's his butt. <laughs> gotta, Just reloading. Okay. You have gone to ask for coffee. Marcellus, what are you doing? I shot him. I got a nine. Um, okay. Uh, you do your damage. Real. It takes a few more hits. It's it's crawling. It This thing's done. It's It's struggling. It's trying to pull itself forward. It's letting out more whimpers than roars. This thing's got about one more hit in it. Between Corbin or Orpheus, who wants to go next? I'll try to stand up. Okay. Um, will you give me an ability to try to attack with any kind of disadvantage while standing up? Or is that going to be my full move? You are far enough away, you can start to run toward it start to run toward it, but I can't uh, do anything with that. Um, or I can give you if you give me a weird roll, I can let you grasp it with vines in its place. So it's not going anywhere. And it is officially incapacitated. Okay. I would definitely be interested in, in attempting that. So fortunately, I'm good at weird. Um, 10 on that one, sir. Your vines reach up, they grab it, and as they pull it close to the ground, those thorns dig in. 
more ichor starts to spill on the ground. It lets out kind of a, a whining, moaning sound, and it stops moving. It's still breathing, but it's not. It's done. Corbin, Corbin's in front of it. It's like, just like stands there with his hands on his hips. Like, hey, hey, you, you gonna be cool? You chill now? You gonna? Can you understand me? I wanna roll to manipulate Corbin, just someone. Kill it. <laughs> I wanna see if it even responds to anything. I have unnatural appeal. I use my weird for charming. <laughs> This thing is dying. Mm-hmm. You are... On the off chance I roll a 12, I want a pet gug. You're not getting a pet gug. Okay, well... I'm just gonna rip its teeth out then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me a kick some ass roll. I want a trophy. Do you have dark negotiator? Not yet. No. Oh, so you can't use manipulate on monsters anyway. Damn. Eight. You reach down, you grab this thing by its teeth, and you heave upward. The vines hold it in place, and this vertical mouth, it just slowly starts to separate in an explosion of Icor and what's left of its ability to screech. <laughs> and the gug not, not, is dead. Not the first time he's had his hands in a vertical smile, and then there's an explosion. <laughs> I'm visualizing like the scene from Underworld. I think it was like the second one where he takes that lichen. Those movies are anti-werewolf propaganda, and I don't watch them. <laughs> hey, you shut up. Kate Beckinsale and leather. Uh, Kate Beckinsale is uh, an attractive woman. I would how give many, you that. How many of those movies are there? More than there should be. There were other like, like six. Now? There yeah. were three that were like decent, and I have not paid attention since. I kind of want to like binge them. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Uh, but yeah, I, I think at this point he he has to hear like that sound of just. Let me put it to you this way: Have you heard the name Scott Speedman in a while? Yeah, he was the yeah. main character in the first movie, and he didn't come back for anything after number two. You don't need to watch it because when the nobody actor goes, don't wanna. You don't need to. <laughs> I buy I buy movies at Dollar Tree because I enjoy He's them. In the fourth and fifth one. Is he? Did he come back? Mm-hmm. No, because it, they yeah. did the weird daughter thing in the last yeah. one. I'm looking no. it up. Shenanigans. The last okay, one so is when? The, the so uh, uh, what? I, all I want to say is. So Bernard hears that he's like he's probably still I think he, I imagine him still negotiating like do you hear that like the big splat like that thing's dead I pro- I promise he's gone he's dead we killed it <laughs> done well they killed it it's over I'm gonna lie to you <laughs> that thing scared me a little bit point out point out <laughs> but uh, it's dead <laughs> when you said there was an explosion I thought you meant that once it died the whole thing just no. erupted in blood so like we so got I'm standing you there with two covered teeth blood and just a stain. covered in blood. <laughs> Bernard's at a doorway going like coffee. It's it's over. I promise you. It's it's dead. They're gonna walk up here any minute. They now like this episode. It's over. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Music creeps in. Is that our organic title for this? Stats on like this episode. All right, everybody, thank you once again for listening to Anarium. 
uh, this episode. Uh, fought another big bad guy. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. This was a lot of fun. And uh, thank you to anybody uh, that's here. Uh, we did some AI-generated uh, images of our characters, and uh, I know that a few new people are listening. So thank you for checking those out. And if you did enjoy them, um, you probably saw them on Instagram, but just know that we're also on Facebook and Twitter and, and all the good stuff. So um, if you are looking for any of that kind of content, we even have a TikTok. So uh, remember, uh, we have an email that uh, is on the website that you can, if you have any suggestions or anything like that, questions, you can let us know. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you.